everyone, welcome to Thoroughbred Weekly. After the Golden Eagle, what a day, what a race the Golden Eagle was. And just moments before the Golden Eagle, we saw a scintillating performance by Private Eye. Uh, 20,000 people there at Rose Hill. They'll be close to double that on Tuesday at Randwick uh, to take in the big dance in Melbourne Cup Day. Ronnie, what did you think of Golden Eagle? Oh, that's a serious race. I think we, we suspected that all the way through with the, the, since it's been run, but I mean... It is a real race. Um, that the, the form will flow out of it. Um, full field. There's unlucky. There's tales of woe and mm. there's excitement and and there's more importantly very good horses that contest it. And the winner is a very good horse. Yeah, Corey. I just love to see the band back together. Peter Moody and Luke Nolan. I thought it was great. Yep. A bit of loyalty in racing and um yeah they. I heard Peter on the radio this morning said he's had plenty of splinters in the bum but yeah uh, it's good to see him back. I didn't realise how I didn't realise how much I missed Peter Moody until I interviewed him yesterday. He's great because he was so during that black caviar uh, years he was wonderful. Yep. To the press, to the Australian public, he, he was always available. Yep. And and she became the people's horse. And he makes a lot of sense when he talks, Pete. I, yeah. I love it. He's a straight, straight shooter. shooter. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's good. <laughs> yeah. So I wish I win. Yeah. I wish I win. Yep. He's a he's a real talent. He's a real talent. He's got a turn of speed, and he uh, to what he did yesterday, I think. You know, there's, he'd be a Doncaster mile horse for sure. We started the day, Corey, with sad news, the passing of mm. Gwenda Markle, which we knew was uh, coming very soon. She'd been sick for quite a while, battling cancer, mm. and she passed away uh, prior to the running of, of, of yesterday's race meeting. You, of course, have fond memories of I've, Gwenda. I've got a lot of fond memories of Gwenda. Um, and from the very beginning, she was, she was always a great supporter of mine through my whole career, even as a kid. I rode a lot of winners for Gwenda, um, and my last group one and her last group one, uh, the Derby, Angel of Truth. So yeah, she's going to be sadly missed. Um, again, she was just, she was just great for the sport. She knew her horses back to front, and um, yeah, again, I, it's, it's a surreal feeling that she's gone. Mm, she was owed a Derby. You, you gave her the derby she was owed because Grand Zula was taken to Hong Kong yeah, after correct. he won the BMW. She never got to win, win the derby, the derby and, and she finally did it with Angel of Truth. Yeah, and that, that run that I had for her for that space of like six weeks, I think I rode five uh, group winners mm -hmm. in, this, yeah, in that space of five, uh, five, yeah, about five weeks. Right. So it was a great run, but again, 
she's going to be saddling us. 19 premierships, Ronnie, at Kembla. 19. She's a marvellous horse person. I've known her pretty well all my life. Mm. And she's um, with the Hayes dynasty early on and was part of their team and went out on her own and and a real hands-on. Yeah. Mm. I've still got a horse with her now. Do you? Yeah, but they're sharing a horse and mm. my brother and I. So uh, and that'll stay there, obviously. And, mm. um, yeah, it's just a sad day. We, we know she's been crook. Um, but... Um, She's part of our business and she's a, she was a big part of it. Now, uh, Racing New South Wales on the press release, they put out 1,037 winners, but half of those came at Kembla. Mm. 500 and, I think it was 517 at Kembla. It's a good <laughs> average, isn't it? <laughs> half your winners at the one track. Yeah. Uh, one day, she trained six of the seven winners yep. on the program and she had her, her final runners at Rosehill yesterday. I believe she's got more runners on Cup Day at, uh, at Kembla on Tuesday, and she's got one more runner at Ramwick on Tuesday as well. Uh, let's go back to the, uh, the Golden Eagle now to watch the performance of I Wish I Win. 20 runners face the starter. A uh, bit of interference. Jamie Carr gets suspended, but let's talk about the winner. Well, you can't... I know this, there was a few shuffling up behind there, but he made, he had to make a long sustained run on he this did. horse, yep. didn't he? Like he, he got on his bike, he, he, his main thing in his head, you could see the whole race was, I've got to get to the outside, I've got to yep. get to the outside, I'd need the momentum and the turn of speed that he has shown in a couple of those runs in Melbourne, he really come to the fore there and it was a winning turn of speed. It was near the ride of the year from Bowman, yeah, it would have been the right idea for one. One, but it was still a great ride. Yeah, to do what he did from that Come draw, from, back, from, from the draw and coming from where he had to get to, and to weave his way through. Um, a good smart ride by Lukey Nolan. I know you obviously got questioned when Frankie Dettori got put out of a put out of a spot, but when you're coming from back there, and it's great to shut the gate. You know what I mean for those horses that are actually making it ground. It's hard. It's it's you know like you get across there and you 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 sort of push as much running into towards the rail as you can just so those runners can't get through. What about the runner Gypsy Goddess? Incredible. <laughs> uh, an outstanding achievement to be first up yep. in a high pressure race like that. And he is a very shrewd uh, character, this uh, David Venn. You can just see he's doing a wallow. You know, these fillies that, you know, you, you, they have mm. their grand final in the winter. You give them an uh, easy spring. That's as easy as you're going to yep. get. Yep. One run. And she is going to take next autumn and winter um, with confidence. And I'm tipping she might be Caulfield Melbourne Cup this yeah. time next year. Uh, on Early Crow. On yesterday's run, I think she's the real deal. Yeah. 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 She goes straight for a break now. That's it. Yep. One run. And you've got to give it to that hope in your heart. What a preparation she's oh. had. And she should have nearly won the four, yep. all four runs. And they throw in a race like this. And she has the hide to uh, look at Bowman weaving. Oh, look at this! <laughs> this is uh, this is you know, uh, it would have been a great ride by Bowman just to, to, to anticipate. He was anticipating those runs. Yep. They weren't there. No. But it was to no avail. Um, look, light infantry. Um, everyone wants to kick him. I think it was a total forgive. Oh, I thought it was a massive run. <laughs> you know, for a horse that had never been around a bend, and he, he, he's a, he would have been a, a momentum horse like the winner. Yep. Well, it's one of them we'll never know. Yep. And the same with Wee Well, he got knocked down with a little bit to offer, but um, Hinge did work and, and fought hard. I so. was speaking to Jamie Spencer prior to the race about the horse. I said, sort of, what do you do? And he said, he's not a horse that you can jump and no. get into the race. He said he gets a bit, a bit aggressive. So. 
is stuck in a rock and a hard place. And watching those races yesterday, uh, I bet you there was a few of the boys that were hoping that the field size was a touch smaller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Because there was a lot to deal with. There's you know, a lot like, to well, deal with. Bowman getting back where he didn't, you know, navigating a path. It's yeah, hard yards. Yeah, I must say, just changing subject, that track yesterday. Oh. I, it's been, I can't remember the last time that horses have been running through the line out wide. Yep. What have they done today? I know it's had a bit of work on it, but keep doing it. It, yep. it just shows you give these tracks a little bit of a rest. Yeah. Yep. It's had five weeks. Yeah. Had five yeah. weeks in a renovation. Well, it's it just raced so fair. Oh. Like it, it was the only, the only difference of the race was tempo related. Yep. That was the only thing yep. that mm. cost horses but races. You know how you see them horses cruise up out wide and mm. they just don't, it plays with your mind. Yep. They, they mm. don't run through the line, mm. but they did all day yesterday. And yep. It's mm. a credit to Sean and his team. Yep. Uh, let's go and hear from uh, Peter Moody, Luke Nolan and the Beaton Brigade. Special to do with me, little mate Trumby too. Uh, you know, we've been down a long road. We've hit a few dry creeks between the two of us, but uh, that's a 900 wins. Between trainer and jockey, Lord, he's uh, not used widely these days, so I'm pretty proud of that too. So special thanks to Mark and Pip Chittick, Gary and Mary and the team at Waikato. Uh, thank you for inviting me to be a part of this. You know, it's special and uh, we've all been rewarded today. What about this horse? Uh, listen, he's been a revelation. We brought him over from New Zealand. He came out of Tiako's operation in unbelievable shape. Uh, the dedication that they showed towards the horse. Um, it sent him to my place in great order. We brought him over thinking, you know, there's a lot of nice mile country cups in Victoria, and with all due respect, they're worth more than the group ones in New Zealand. Yeah. And he's just continued to evolve and develop, and uh, here we are, second biggest turf race in the world, you know, five months later. So what does that mean to you? I mean, the, <coughs> the money is unthinkable. Uh, well, I've just developed and building my stables at the Packenham Racecourse. The first time in uh, 35 year history as a trainer that I'm going to own my own op operation, so the bank manager will probably be happy to see it. <laughs> Are you glad you came back to training? Yeah, listen, I love this industry. What a great industry. See the people here today. Congratulations to Racing New South Wales and the ATC. These types of events, uh, you know, this is unbelievable. Uh, and to see so many young people here today, and I saw it from afar in the Everest, you know, you're to be congratulated. And uh, for this meeting to coincide with the Victoria Derby, which is one of the great days, it shows that it works. Uh, we've seen the Everest and the Caulfield Cup work. This day and Derby Day, they will continue to evolve together. We're a thousand kilometres apart, Sydney and Melbourne. We all co-mingle competitors, owners, trainers, jockeys, everyone. You know, there's a big pie out there and we're very grateful for the opportunity to have a piece of it. You know, it's a great industry and for the first time in the history of racing, people have a genuine chance for a return on their investment. That, that's great. And we're not talking wealthy oil sheets and they deserve as much as they get because they put more in than anyone. But a school teacher in Hobart, a plumber in Townsville, they can own an Everest winner. We've seen it happen. They can own a slipper winner. They can own a winner here today. So it's a great caper. It's a great industry. And uh, I'm just pleased I've got my piece of the pie today. It's pretty good. Ten million other races don't come around very often. So uh, it was great. It was bloody great. Listen, um, he's, uh, he's been a nice horse. And Peter, he's always been the one to make the right call for me in the past. And he said, oh, which one do you want to ride? And I was at a loss. Uh, I actually asked Dean Lester for a bit of advice. And... Um, this bloke's, all of this bloke's, uh, of all the four-year-old runners, uh, runs in Australia this, uh, this year. Uh, he, was, he had three graded in the top ten, so he said it was probably, probably this way. Because she ran, uh, Channel Light ran so well at a, in the Tristark. I wasn't sure, but, uh, but it was great. It was bloody great.
How good is it, loyalty in racing, Peter Moody and the band? Yeah, well, it's, it's probably it's one of the cheapest things I've raised and one of the things seldom used, so it was just bloody great. Honestly, I... I wish I, could, I wish I could put in a better word, you know. I'll be just asked over to piss and join this, so, um, and, and rightly so. Even the blonde chicken gets a bit of corn. Every, that's exactly right. I, I, I stole that off my old boss, Gerald Egan. I've been robbing it as my own ever since. So even the blonde chicken gets a bit of corn every now and then. And that was a big bit of bloody corn, don't worry. Fangirl? Just delighted with her. I'm so proud of her. She, she went up to win and the winner was, I think, floating. And he surged and it was a great race. A disappointing not to come on the winning end but so proud of the filly. Gypsy Goddess? Uh, she was fantastic, ultimate professional. I was travelling really well on the, just rounding the bend and I couldn't quite get mobile. Um, all in all though, fantastic run. Hope in your heart? Probably found that ground a bit firm. Chased her early, she was never comfortable for the first half of the race so she's done amazing to the turn of foot she had to finish it off. She's very small but very big, big heart in her. Hinged? Great run. We decided to ride her a tiny bit more conservative from the draw and she finished off really well and um, pleased with her efforts. Light infantry? Um, yeah, step, steps it off from the barriers and I got caught on the back of Willie Pike, turned for home, and just interrupted my momentum and I had to wait for Hugh to go to follow him through. Finished off really good. Tim Clark in the Congo? Yeah, I thought he was extremely brave on speed, absorbed a bit of pressure and, and was the best of the on-pace horses. Valana? Yeah, look, I think he's a beautiful horse for the future. Um, got back a bit further than we hoped, and he's, he's still, still found the line nice. Rachel King, overpass? Uh, still a creditable run, but not sure he ran out of strong 15. Jordan Charles, Cardinal Gem? Yeah, he went well. Um, he just gets a, a little bit scared in, inside horses. Uh, but once he got a bit of clear, he started to hit the line strong. Jimmy the Bear? Yeah, really happy with his run. He's never been around this bend before, so it was something new to him, but uh, he'll keep progressing into an even better horse. Converge? Yeah, didn't travel great today, a little bit on and off the bridle during the run and um, just had to ride for luck and he got to line OK. Brett and Abdullah, Mr Mozart? No, he just had to do a bit too much work and never was able to get into a control, controlling position like he likes to and I'm sure if he gets those things to go his way he can run well. Jamie Carr, Chain of Lightning? Uh, she felt like she jarred up on that ground um, when I let her off the bridle, I think it was just too firm for her. Tom Sherry, Lightsaber? Yeah, um, I was just sort of been racing out of form but... I thought he ran to his credit, um, up to his form, his recent form, so hopefully we can uh, pick the mic up again. Jay Ford, Halal? Uh, obviously got back from the wide gate, he travelled well, but uh, seems to be a lack of desire from him. Frankie Dottori, well, well? Um, I had a bit of a good spot, then the winner came across and uh, took me out of the race, and that was it. Toby, very military expert? Yeah, obviously had a tough run, uh, which had a tricky barrier for him. I thought I was going to get a bit of cover halfway through from Mr Mozart, but he went on with it, so look, he's, he's done a very good job with this preparation. Lady of Honour? Yeah, no excuse in transit. Um, may just come to the end of it. Sam Clippard and Pinstrapped? Um, look, he um, covered a lot of ground, but he raced a bit keen also, and um, that didn't help his chances. Poor old Frankie got a welcome to first grade champ at about the <laughs> 250, didn't he? Yeah, and he was blaming the wrong way. I think Jamie Carr got two suspensions out of that meeting. She just yeah. shifted. It was indirect interference. It just, mm. it was just the big yeah, field they big come field. together. Yeah. So, something had to give. Yeah. Uh, a million dollars in uh, money was given away to charities yesterday. So 10% of everything each horse earned. So the, the, the major end of the prize was the charity associated with I Wish I Win, and that was Muscular Dystrophy New South Wales. Oh, incredible. It's a massive time for us to really see a windfall like this and it, the impact on our members will be phenomenal. I mean, the amount of money is, is, is amazing and um, very generous to the owners and, uh, and, and uh, to general ownership and it's uh, going to be a big impact for 
everyone with MD in New South Wales. So it's great. It's, it's incredible. Incredible for us. Nathan Tiong, when did you find out you had a horse and what was the effect? Uh, we only found out on Tuesday, I think it was, when the email went round to see if anyone would like to come down to represent. Um, so we, we jumped at the opportunity. And, uh, well, it's been a busy few days. It's been awesome. Did you start checking that horse's form straight away? Straight away, yeah. Thought it was in with a shot. We had one last year. It was a bit, bit longer odds, but this, this year we thought we might have a chance. Hey, can you tell us what that sort of money can do for an organisation that relies heavily on fundraising? Oh, I mean, uh, any organisation that relies on fundraising, it's um, definitely year to year. And uh, to have a big windfall like this is just phenomenal. It, it really secures our position for the next at least 12 months and ensures that we can deliver the services that make such a difference to people with uh, muscular dystrophy and other neuromusculations in Australia. It's, um, in New South Wales, sorry. It's, uh, it's, it's phenomenal. So over half a million dollars going to that uh, charity there. We move to the Nature Strip now. This was the race before the Golden Eagle. What have we unearthed here? Yeah, we knew he was good. What is he now? Well, if he, if he wasn't, we've got the old private eye in our head, uh, which was a good horse, and then we saw him in the Stradbroke, and since, this, since the winter, if this was just a horse emerging from nowhere, mm. you would think this is a potential champion. I, I reckon he's three or four lengths better, Ronnie. This time around. Well, that, this is just explosive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go over your sectional times here, and then he, he he throttles down and beats this field. I think we even had him down at one point as just a wet tracker. Yes, yes. He's wet, dry. 1,200, 1,300 mile. He ran in a. What did he run in last year? He ran. He in, ran in a McKinnon. He ran yeah. in a McKinnon. Mm. And jeez, um, oh, I don't know. He's just a mature, happy horse, who is just um, ex explosive, airborne, and uh, what can you say? He's um... Well, if he comes out and wins the mile on the last day of the Flemington Carnival, you're going to have to reassess him again. Mm. I know, I know. He's, um... Imagine having a horse like that. You can set him for an Everest or you can set him for any mile race mm. that you yep. want. <laughs> yep. At the moment. Yeah, for sure. He's, yep. um, yeah, words can't describe how well he's going. And um, Mazoo was good. His big pays day is going to come. Well, no, it came. <clears throat> well, it did come yesterday. Another uh, one's going to come. You know what? You do the with, with the bonus. Oh, because he got the bonus. Yeah, Private Eye wasn't eligible for the bonus. So first prize yesterday for Private Eye was one. I'm going to sound like Pritchard here. One point <laughs> seven two five. One point seven two five million. Yeah. Marzu got the bonus. That's right. So yes. he, on top of his five hundred and sixty thousand for second prize, he won two and a half million for the bonus. <laughs> he won three, three million and sixty thousand. <laughs> He won more, than the, more than the winner. And he's, we were talking about all this prize money Reds there learned. Yeah. Um, he's stable, mate, and, but this horse is young and he's got a few more Everest to go through yet and maybe a few more bonuses yeah. to go through yet. He could, he could end up with any amount of money. What did he, yeah. In his last couple of starts, he's won, I, I think, close to $5 million. Incredible. Out of the third in the Everest and then, and well, then that'll, that. Well, that'll take him nearly to eight. Does the jockey get a bit of that bonus? <laughs> Oh, here we go. <laughs> Did they? Well, you here we go. go. I'm just thinking <laughs> like a jockey. You Ask just... your mate. You, you go out clubbing with your mate last night, uh, Frankie. You, you go I, out walked, I walked the track. I wasn't going to cut the rug with him. <laughs> 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 so, Sam Clipperman, yes. I think he, he gets, he he gets the, the 5%. Uh, so, look, Kemitari was genuine again. He wasn't himself, was he, lost and running? He, he cruised up there on yeah, the point of the turn yep. and... And um, well, he's another great run by Brutality. Yeah, well, he's, he's just, just crying ticking, out for a ticking, bit of ground. Ticking, yeah. ticking, Kembla Grange. Yeah. Yep.
uh, and he will do it all on the backup. When he, he doesn't he run yeah, his best he, race three three weeks in a Joe's row. Joe's got him worked out. Yeah. yeah, Joe's got him worked out yeah. to the T. He does the history on him. Yes, well, he knows the history of him. Well, Joe Pride, he's look what a week he's got coming up. He, he's he's won 1.7 million there with Private Eye, and come Tuesday, he's got Stockman and we'll get to him in a moment, a legitimate chance in a Melbourne Cup, and then he'll have Private Eye on the last day of the Flemington Carnival. Mm. Yep, he's what a, a week. Yeah, and uh, I think he can win the Cup. I you know, I know he's, he's, had, he's an older horse, and you say, oh, these horses can't win the Cup, but I, I love the set-up with him going to a, a Melbourne Cup. He's on a back-up, mm. um, onto a wet track. He's a tough competitor. He's a St. Ledger winner. I, I like it. And it's not... We haven't got seven or eight internationals there that no. we've got us thinking too much, the favourites, obviously. He, he re reminds me very much of Mr. Prudent. Yeah. A very similar horse to Mr. Prudent. Just that tradesman-like. He's not brilliant. Yep. But he just... He goes on all tracks. Um, and he's tough. When he ran second really in the cup. Mm. Uh, well, so, Private Eye uh, and these colours. So, Jamie Walter. Stockman races in these colours as well. Joe Pride's on a high, Jamie Waller's on a high. Let's go and hear from Joe, Brent Navdulla and the Beaton Brigade. It wasn't too long ago that there were only a couple that were vying for the, for the top dog spot, but um, this horse is, uh, has just found a new level since the winter when it took him up for the Stradbroke. He's been a bit unlucky, you know, he should have won the Stradbroke. And, uh, look, I, I don't think he, he should have won the Everest, but we didn't get beaten much, no. so nice to see him win again today. So what, what has it been about private eye oh. to become this sprinting star. Honestly, I said to Jamie when I watched him trial in the autumn before he ran the Doncaster, that prep, I said this is one of the best horses in Australia and it was so gut-wrenching to watch him run on those heavy tracks. Yep. Those heavy tracks in the autumn were they were rated 10s, they were ridiculously heavy. I'm not blaming it. The, the, the tracks were what they were, but he didn't handle them and it's only been now that he's you know, getting a chance to show what he can do. But he's so versatile. He can do that over a mile. Yes, yes. Hopefully he can do that over a mile next week. So you're going you're gonna to stick to the plan. He goes to a mile That's next my week. Plan, as long as I'm happy with him, which I'm sure I will be. Um, as long as I'm happy with him, he'll get on a float on Thursday and we'll go down and see if we can knock off this um, champion's mile. How can he be so dynamic over a mile, having watched him just do yeah. that? Yeah, it's an interesting question. He's had the right lead-up to run a mile. Um, I can't answer that until he does it. He's going to have to answer that question. But... Um, it's comforting knowing that he's already won at a mile. These colours of... Well, it mightn't be over yet. It's Tuesday and Saturday. <laughs> yes, Tuesday and Saturday. So it's a massive week for Proven, and um, Jamie and the team will be down in Melbourne. Um, I'll make the trip down for the both days, but um, be here in Sydney for the majority of the week. But it's, it's something to really look forward to. Just from day dot, when I've had a sit on, I think I rode him his second or third win, and I rode him at Gosford. And he literally won with his ears pricked and didn't know how to go. And, you, you know, riding for Joe, they just improve as they race. And... Um, he won a Queensland Guineas. I still felt like we were nowhere near the bottom of him. And Joe used to always tell me, what do you reckon his best distance is? And I said, well, if you set him for the Derby, I reckon he'll win the Derby. If you set him for the Stradbroke, he could win a Stradbroke. And we were stiff not to win a Stradbroke. Uh, it was a pile of error. But to then Joe for him to, you know, to put me back on him, and um, he's been awesome. He was awesome, awesome in the Everest. And although today was a $3 million race, it was probably just a, a run to get him to the mile next week. But you can just see how explosive he is. Sam Clippard and Mazu. Yeah, um, disappointing not to win, but couldn't be more proud of this horse. He's acquitted himself well all prep, and um, we'll be hearing a lot about Mazu in um, the next two, three years. So um, really proud of him and um, a star on the rise. Hugh Bowman lost and running? He just didn't let go. He just wasn't quite right in the action. 
he pulled up well, which is the main thing, but yeah, he's just not himself today. Willie Pike, were you on a smart one? I thought it was a fantastic run, up against some really highly rated horses there, and he held his own really good. Rachel King rocketing by. Uh, he, look, he's gone super again today, a little bit more room up the straight and he would have made it interesting. Jamie Carr, Kevin Tari. Yeah, fantastic run. Um, tried hard, a little bit wide early, um, which probably just took its toll late. Tim Clark, Riadini. Yeah, really, I thought that uh, the last bit of his race was really good. He's on track for, for when the distances get a bit longer. Tommy Berry, Master Crusader. Yeah, look, he just, he's had three goes here at Rose Hill now and he runs the same sort of race as he... He's a lot better suited at Randwick, I think. He just doesn't... Uh, he gets a bit uncomfortable around the bends here. And yeah, I lost a bit of confidence coming to the corner and I mean, he just ran an honest race. OK, we've got a uh, big day coming up at Randwick on Tuesday. We've, we've always had Randwick on Melbourne Cup Day, mm. but we've never had a, a feature race. And we've got a couple of really good feature races coming up. So there's added incentive to get to Randwick on uh, Tuesday. And it's going to be a, a wonderful hour and a half. Um, what are the times? 2.20 the big dance, mm. 3 o'clock the Melbourne Cup, and then after the big dance... The little dance will be on at about 3, 3.30? Yeah, 3.30. So between 2.20 and 3.30, Perfect. Ah. The, the crowd at Ramwick will have we'll get the plenty platter. to watch. We'll get the platter there brought into the pressure about 2.30, we'll, we'll get the platter. We'll get the platter about 2.30, just, just after the big dance. Yeah. We'll the have champagne. the big lunch. <laughs> the champagne will be on ice. Yeah, the big lunch comes after the big dance, <laughs> and the little lunch comes after the little dance. So. <laughs> now, have you done the form? Oh, there's superannuation here. Yeah? I'm very confident. Oh, okay. Well, don't, no, don't tell us yet. Well. Hosier, uh, $4.80, a ride for Frankie. Superannuation. <laughs> Surf dance. <laughs> Surf dance of $5.50. Bandersnatch snatch at $9. Quality time at 10 Rustic Steel at 11 Sabark at 11 Wicklow and uh, Casino Kid. Let's hear from some of the, <laughs> some of the contenders, starting with, oh, this is... I, I said to uh, our producer John said to um, Greg Pritchard, "Can you get Frankie to talk about his ride in the Big Dance? He mightn't know much about it, but try." Did he go through his mate here. Or? So no, no, he, he no, I don't. No, I think he he went straight up. I, I think him. he went straight up to Frankie, and I said, "Well, to Greg Pritchard, he is now the biggest sports star you've ever interviewed." Yep. I said. Who was number one before Frankie? He said, Pele. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Frankie about Hosier. Yeah, obviously, uh, I'm good friends with Lloyd for years, and he's been a great supporter of mine, and uh, he, uh, he put me on the horse, but he's one of the favourites, I believe, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, he's honoured to ride for him, and uh, let's hope he can do well. It's a whirlwind trip, as most of your trips seem to be. I guess you haven't had much time to look at the form, but importantly, it's winning form for that horse. Yeah, obviously, I'm going to speak to, um, to the boys, and uh, I've seen him run in Europe, and, uh, yeah, I'm sure that I'll do the homework with the, with the, with the boys and uh, tell me about the horse, and then we'll go from there. This is the first time you've ridden in Sydney, but your dad rode in Sydney many, many decades ago. Yeah, that reminded me that he won a race here in 1969. I wasn't even born. So I think he was trying to, to tell me that, uh, you know, he's better than me, really. What about after this trip? What's on the agenda? I am leaving Tuesday night to go to Kentucky for the Breeders' Cup. Friday, Saturday, got a few rides there. Uh, yes, but, you know, I'm concentrating on this bit first, then we'll worry about it after Tuesday. And finally, no sign of the end for you. Many more years to come still? Well, I'll do definitely next year, then after that, I don't know. You know, I'll be 53. We'll see. One year at a time, I would say. Okay, and we're still trying to work out 
where and when a Gianfranco de Torre rode the winner in Sydney. Now, it was in 1969. You heard it was at Randwick for at one of Randwick, Ray Guy's. Brian we're Grice, a, yeah. we're a para or something? We're a para. What I, do you think? I heard 1969 as well yeah. for Theo Green at Canterbury. Right. Well, Ray the... Thomas wrote it was at Rose Hill. Okay. He might have ridden three winners. <laughs> 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 it was a good year, 69. He just went round the circuit. <laughs> so Hosier for Chris Lees, and of course it races in the uh, in the Lloyd Williams colours. Uh, let's go and hear from Chris Waller, who's uh, who's got a number. Both horses are well. It's an amazing concept and an exciting race on on Cup Day, um, giving the second-tier horses, a, a big shot at a massive, massive payday. So that's what I think Racing New South Wales and Peter Volandis are good at, spreading spreading it around. We're lucky enough to have a couple there. And, um, look, Elias, he's been to a Wagga Cup and and done a pretty good job. He ran a good race fresh up. And the other horse, um, he's, he's going well. He's, he's a, he's, it's a, a nice race for him and it's ready to run well. All right, just go back to Hosier. What do you think of um, Hosier? The barrier's a bit awkward, yep. uh, but I think he's I, I like he's had a beautiful preparation. He's a, he's, he's a big danger. And of those two for Waller, Alias and Wicklow? Uh, I like the gear change uh, with the blinkers on, Wicklow. Uh, they're, they're, you've always got to respect um, Chris in, in grand finals. But, um, yeah. Let's go and hear from Adrian Bott, who has Surf Dancer. Since being qualified, this is what his main target's been. Um, ran excellent first up in the in the Shannon. Um, you know, obviously sort of carrying the, the penalty for that now in, in, in the race itself. Um, second up there, wait for age level. I'd be very forgiving of that run. 1800 probably sort of sees him out. It was a, it was a pretty solid test there on that day. So, um, you know, I thought he ran well just under the conditions and, you know, the drop back to the miles, what he's been looking for. And, you know, that was all intentional. So I think it sets him up nicely. So he qualified for this race through the South Grafton Cup, then he won the Shannon, then he went to 1800, second up, and now he comes back to the mile. Yep, I, I like him. He um, sets up well. I think I, he doesn't... We're supposed, if we, it all depends on the weather tomorrow. If we... Like, this is a soft five now, Ramwick, and yep. if we get, you know, five or six mils tomorrow... Um, we're going to get 30 degrees tomorrow. That's true, yeah. Yep. So it's all track-related with him. I don't want yep. it heavy for him, but I don't think it'll be heavy, but yep. I don't want it heavy for him, but he's got a good hope. Uh, Charmy Baby has uh, run some wonderful races, went to Queensland and campaigned up there, has had one run back, Glenn Milligan. She's a rough chance, I think. Uh, look, we need speed on. Have, haven't drawn great, but if we get speed on and she settles and doesn't over-race throw in her head and that, you know, she's definitely a chance in the race. You got that first up uh, run at Port Macquarie when it was unplaced, but before that, in a listed race at Eagle Farm, in the winner, it won over the mile, which is important. Yeah, and she only got big uh, three and a half lengths in the Group 1 Tiara, two over the Carnival, so if she produces that form, it puts her in good stead for a race like the Big Dance, but second up over a mile is not ideal, but her first up run, you know, we're, we're happy enough with her. Uh, Mahaha will tackle this race first up. Only won the four races, Al Mahaha, but won $600,000 in prize money. Yeah, he's done a good job. Uh, let's hear from Ash Golder, who's representing Tash Burley. I think that'd be a fairy tale come true there on Tuesday. Um, you know, he's a pretty honest old horse. He's eight year old now, so he'll probably, um, he'll, um, he'll benefit um, with a few trials under his belt that he's had, but um, we look forward to Tuesday and hopefully it all goes to plan. It gets tougher for him as he gets older, like it does with all of us, I guess. But the point is, at his best, he's a threat. 
Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. He's um, you know, he's earned his spot. He's won the last two Golden Cups in a row, and he's a pretty honest old horse. And at his best, he'll, he, you know, hopefully give him a bit of a shake. Now to Sabark. Sabark qualified through the Wellington Cup, which was run at Dubbo. Two runs back this time in. Uh, last start in the Five Diamond uh, Prelude with a million dollars. So Sabark could have went either way. Could have went to a Five Diamond next week or Tuesday to the Big Dance. Now Rob Archibald representing the Annabelle Nation camp. Yeah, really happy with the way he's come on from that last time run. I thought he's returned this preparation in sensational order. Two very good runs. I'm obviously ready for a peak performance third up. Obviously won the Wellington Cup to get involved in this race. And as you say, great form in the Diamond Prelude and that Rose Hill race before that. That's the sort of form that makes your profile well for this race. Yeah, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? Um, so certainly just on him, he's in great order. You know, he's, um, I think he's re ready to run a nice race. You know, um, Chad Schofield will ride him. He's ridden, ridden him at home a few times. And um, yeah, look, hopefully he'll get a bit of luck and he can, he can, he can uh, you know, he can get the job down there. All right, off you go. <laughs> I, I, I might even have my first dance in about 40 years with Annabelle if he, if he wins this race. I, I, think he, I think he'll win the race. Hey. <laughs> time's the what time's the bed start yeah, after the last? Through the middle. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to see Ronnie dance on Saturday. Uh, I hope you're not doing, I hope you're doing the foxtrot and not some other dance. Uh, let's go and hear one more Caesars Palace with Anthony Cummings. So I think he's ended up to his ears. Um, a really good trial win on Friday. Uh, he's come off the, uh, the trip to Dubbo very well. Uh, probably one of his best wins. Um, it'll be another high-pressure race, much as that was, and I think it'll suit him, and certainly he's had a distance that suits him. Two wins over 1,500, a couple over 1,600, two over 1,800. It really is his sweet spot. Yeah, very much so. So, as you say, he's had a... Like he's just, his winning range is 15 to 18. Uh, this sits right in the middle, uh, and he's in a good vein of form. All right. Any others? Because uh, you're going to be on you're on air with us uh, on Saturday. Uh, well, it's going to be like a Saturday, Tuesday. Uh, Casino Kid. Yep, I've got him uh, right in the picture. I, I think uh, Casino Kid it, and obviously Hosier and it's a bark. I got on top of Hosier and probably yep. Casino Kid. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, Sydney swept the Group Ones down there at Flemington yesterday. Group 1's yesterday at Flemington. Let's start with the Coolmore Stud Stakes in secret. There was talk she she was going to be there in the Everest. A lot of people were calling for Godolphin to run her. How would she have run, considering what she did here in the Coolmore? We'll never know. Um, we've, we've been talking about talent all morning. Mm. I don't know. Have we left the best till last? Wait till she fills into her, that yep. frame of hers. She's still not there yet. And after Golden Mile, winning the Guineas and then coming back to Sydney and winning again, um, that was my question, was just how good is she? Because she, she put Golden Mile to the sword and she, she just licked him yesterday. She's scary. She's mm. scary. She's that good. Um, yeah, I'd be honest, Notches, he's going to be an interesting horse next prep as well. And there was another filly that runs second, mind you, at any old odds. So the filly's yes. uh, dominant. Same mm. Yeah, Graham Big. Filly's dominant again there, and uh, she's she's exciting. She's yes. exciting. Uh, Chris Waller wins another derby. This is Manzois. Uh, getting out after sharp and smart when... He was over towards the inside and Manzois is trying to get clear and now it does. Yeah, typical Chris Wallace set up. He'd been, he's looked a real stayer in Sydney. 
He worked home nicely, as we said the last last um, couple of weeks ago in the Champion Stakes, looking good for this race, and he was just perfect. He did. A, he's done a really good job. The uh, chase down this stayer because he, he is tough. Yeah. Look at him. Yep. He he's um he, he could be a Cups prospect in his own right in time. Uh, sharp and smart. Good job. Look. In a short time, he's had three October runs now, mm. so and very quickly. So he's a, still a, 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 raw, a raw talent in his own right. But uh, yep, the the first two over the line there are the are the ones. I'm, they're, they're, they look pretty good stayers. Now Brad Whitup, congratulations! It's <laughs> finally happened for her ice bath, but for Brad as well. Yeah. His first Group One victory. Now we've we've we talk about ice bath being the bridesmaid. Uh, five Group 1 placings over a mile. It was only fitting that a Group 1 win would come at a mile. Corey, she's finally done it. Well done to Weisbath, yeah. the, the, the owners, and Brad Whittup. So deserved. Like, this This was, you know, I hate taking away any shine from any other trainer or, you know, owners, but that horse was truly deserved of that race, and I was so glad that that was Brad's first Group 1 winner yes. after having so many seconds with her. Um, it's just, it's just fitting. It's great, absolutely outstanding. Ah, oh, the sleepless nights are a long lost memory. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he uh, can sleep easy for the rest yeah, of his life. Correct. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And she's won a stack of money. Yeah. Great mare. Uh, well done to, to Brad Whitup, who was at Rose Hill yesterday, but we couldn't find him yeah. after Ice Bath won. I think he he'd left the track <laughs> he by then because I think Jewel had run much earlier. Yeah, I think he ducked out because he didn't yeah. want to. He may have been thinking it might have been another second and <laughs> didn't want to have to answer the question. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, well, this race was all about the imports, and one of them was successful. Star of India arrived off the plane. Uh, raced in France, was it France? Um, just 55 yep. days prior to this. Yep, off a shorter break. Uh, this is a race where uh, I think it's going to be the pattern there for all these horses coming out on these planes at this time of year, and then they put them away to the autumn. They have a run here. And um, I think all connections would be happy because there's all upside with first, third and fourth here um, going across the line. But uh, it was just there maybe the recent run on his side, Star of India. He was unlucky. Uh, he's a shocker. Oh, very unlucky. Yeah, yeah. He, he copped it and, yep. and he still managed to pick himself up off the canvas and run through the line. Both the OTI runners run super. Um, Athabaskan. Athabaskan. It, yeah. it run really good as well. But, Look at the, the winner's head carriage. It's really difficult for a jockey to ride horses like that. Like, it's like they're going to trip over. They've got the real low <laughs> head carriage. It's like you're always trying to pick them up. Exactly. <laughs> so, I, I never if noticed they it. stumble, you go straight yeah, over there. Exactly. <laughs> I never noticed it until Brenton Abdullah said, oh, you know, he's sticking his head out. So I went back and watched the replay and I thought, yeah, he's... He's an awkward little ride. Yeah, well, they've got the money straight away, Star of it. Is that Bois de Jean, obviously Bois de Jean staying? Uh, yes. I, Not I, for Marco Body. But. Yeah, I just tried to, try to think who he was staying with, but um, anyway, we'll, we'll see that soon enough. He's here because on track thoroughbreds, uh, uh, the owners of Bois du Jean. Let's go and hear from uh, Rob Archibald, Brent Navdala. He had a day out, mm. and uh, also the beaten jockeys. You always doubt yourself a little bit, but we knew he was in good form. Um, he came through the quarantine in really good order. And, um, yeah, we're always confident that um, he would run well. I mean, to win like that was really exciting. So, yeah, he probably exceeded our expectations. How hard is it to get off the plane like that and, and, and win first up? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard. They've got to go through a lot. Obviously, they're quarantining there um, in Newmarket. Then they've got to do a flight in two weeks here in Canterbury. Um, but I must admit, everyone the whole way along, they're very accommodating. It's a very well-oiled machine now the whole way through the quarantine system. And Racing New South Wales do a fantastic job there at Canterbury. 
um, to you know make you feel welcome and to be training there at the Canterbury Surface is very good. So yeah, well we're really confident it was going to run well, but just so pleased to get the win. Who found him? How'd you get him? Uh, a big thank you really to obviously Tom and MV Magna. Um, you know, I was just joking there with the other guys. When we when I when I finished up at Coomer, I said, "Oh come on, can you do us a favour and can you find us a can you find us one?" Anyway, MV rang up rang up um, Annabelle a couple of months ago and said, "I think this this one will suit Australia. This is the one." And um, you know, we bought him, BK Racing got on board, plus a few other partners, and yeah, here he is today. Talking to Annabelle this morning, she just said riding confidently, like a, you know, a genuine tough horse, and she said today's probably going to be short of his best, so if you can get on your bike at some stage, it'll probably be beneficial, and he just gave me such a lovely ride with that tempo, that once he got up on the bridle there at the 800, I just wanted to go before everything else, so once I got clicked him into gear, he hit the front a long way out, but he kept sustaining his gallop like these Europeans can. He doesn't look like a typical stayer, he looks more like a sprinter. Yeah, but he's lovely and relaxed, so... You just feel like you can just switch him off, put him anywhere, and he conserves his energy. But um, looks can be deceiving, but you know he, he had plenty of heart there late too. Jamie Carr, he's a shocker. Ran super. He just got a bit of pressure on the turn and just lost momentum for a while, but um, ran super. Jamie Spencer Boardua, Bajon. Uh, your French is as good as mine. <laughs> um, ran well. Uh, obviously, first start here. Would have maybe preferred a little bit more rain and juice in the ground, but he came home good. Reese Jones at the Baskin. Yeah, terrific run from him. Um, had to settle a long way back from the bad gate, but he just kept on picking up and running through the line. Good first start for Australians. Really. Frankie Dottori, Yonkers. Uh, I'd have been in a good spot, probably once a bit of softer ground. Jason Collett, Kukaracha. Yeah, a bit of performance. Um, the, the bit of surface definitely helped him. Willie Pike, quality time. Yeah, I struggled to get him to settle. Sam Clippard and Stockman. Really happy with him. Um, he's in great order and um, pulls up well. He'll line up Tuesday. Rachel King, Honey Creeper. Um, yeah, look, she ran on well. Just had a lot of work to do from an awkward gate. Jay Ford, too much to bear? Yeah, ran a good race um, from back, just a little bit one pace. Tyler Schiller, Kiss the Bride. Uh, just over raced a bit today. Regan Bayless, Papalino. Uh, he just needs a bit further. Karen McAvoy, Pinarello. Just raced a bit keen today. Um, mentioned to take the blinkers off and start again. Okay, can we go back and find out what Shani called? <laughs> but, uh, How dare he have a go at Shani? We had a French. Class <laughs> <laughs> with flying colours there at Augsbury Grammar, right? That's right. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Uh, <laughs> We've got a problem with um, Pike. Yeah, Pike is. Now, when it comes to Gypsy Goddess. <laughs> He stands, faces the camera, <laughs> gives an essay on how she ran and how uh, she run next uh, time. But any other horse, he can't get past Shady quick enough. <laughs> I don't think he was impressed with quality time. <laughs> he was yesterday. No, he wasn't. He, he was not. He, he loves a mumble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are we up to? We're up to Wakefield Arrow, the four pillars. Well, this was Christian Buchanan's uh, biggest payday. Now, she has, um, she says in the interview, and I hope we've kept it in, uh, the midways. For a stable like hers, yeah. it's been a game changer. She's been able to build a horse around targeting races for the midway. Yeah. And she's picked up a big client with uh, with Bruce McKenzie, with yeah. the Oakfield horses. And she's picked up a few other clients. I think yeah. she's got a very building yeah. stable and she's doing a great job. And this kid, yeah. can't speak, I know he got called white here, but this kid reads speed. Yeah. He reads the speed of races, this kid. Zach yeah. Lloyd. Yeah, he's, he's good, Ronnie. Like, even with the questions, I've sort of, you know, I know I'm running the, the mentoring side of it for Racing New South Wales, but I said, what better hands are you in than Darren Beedman, your own father? You know, so I said, if you need a hand, give me a yell. But he's, he's always on the text. He always wants to know stuff. Um, he's just, oh, he's going great guns. Win a race like that. Yeah. And second Saturday's riding or something. And it's quite easily for these owners, I know he's got the claim, but it's quite easily 
these owners, big pressure day to put the, the bigger and sort of the more known kids on top, but um, mm. but no, full credit to the state, it was good. Yeah, it's a good race to target, you know, yeah. it's benchmark 64, yeah. half a million, yeah. what do you want to say? Uh, here's Kristen. Great result for the stable and look, a fantastic result for one of our biggest supporters. Bruce McKenzie's been amazing for my stable and uh, given us some fantastic opportunities. And this little mare's just been so consistent. She's won two midways and this is just a race we had in mind for her to really target. You've just been waiting and waiting. <laughs> and crossing my fingers. <laughs> and you think you've drawn a bad gate and then it's where you want to be on the track. So you just never know what's going to happen. Well, you've really targeted these, these midways and you've done it well. So it's no surprise that you've got the big prize at the end of the day because they've been a great thing for your stable. They're a game changer. So it's been amazing for our stable and the opportunities we've had because of it have just been phenomenal. So the former Mayor of Port Stephens, Bruce McKenzie, decided to go to Newcastle today and not Rose Hill. How would he be feeling? I think he'd be feeling delighted. <laughs> he'd, he'd, be, he'd, he'd be fine with that and I'm, I'm sure he's jumping all over Newcastle right now and having a great time. Well done, Bruce. Absolutely surreal, honestly. Thank you very much to Mrs Buchanan for the ride. Obviously it's a half a million dollar race. You don't get these every day. so. I'm just thankful for the opportunity I had and it all panned out nicely and the horse dug in nicely. Take us through the race. I thought you would have settled a little bit closer. Yeah, so did I. Uh, we sort of just waited in the gates for a bit long and she just began a bit tardily, but I was adamant I didn't want to be too far back with the big field. I was more than happy to be three deep with cover, which I was, and got into a lovely rhythm throughout and peeled out nicely. And she picked up very quickly and just maybe hit the front a bit soon, so it was still a bit in the tank at the end, which is good. Jamie Cart, awesome lad. Great effort. Um, he just got that one pace the line, but he was tough. Willie Pike, Lemire. Yeah, he went well. I got held up at a few crucial stages. Didn't didn't help us. Reese Jones, Sabrenko. Yeah, terrific run. Just beyond the speed there. Once you got clear, she attacked the line well. Hugh Bowman, Mahagoni. I was proud of his effort. He just found the faster ground back in trip. It was all a bit too much for him. Frankie Dottori, burning need. Uh, yeah, the tough draw, but she finished strong. Dylan Gibbons, Prince Aurelius. Uh, missed the kick and then his chances were gone. Jamie Spencer, Stray. Uh, didn't really show much. Okay, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Is this our first break? No. Surely we had another break. We haven't been going for 47 minutes, have we? No, no. No, no. we've had one break. Let's, yeah, let's take another one. <laughs> you got that spot. Rightio, back to the first. Poker Jack won his second highway. Won back on the 20th of August for Tash Burley and Amy McLucas, and here they were doing it again. Yeah, he's a tricky little customer, but Amy yeah, gets on well with him. She's won two highways on him now, so they're a good little combo. Um, I think the second horse is the one to follow, the dramatist. He's, uh, he was good first up, he gets over further, uh, he's got improvement to come, and he's early in his preparation. He's a, he's a tough competitor, that grey horse, isn't he? He's, he's always runs well in these his highways as well, but it's your typical highway. Yeah. You know, they're, they're very hard to read, and we, uh, you know, it's all comes luck of the draw and yeah. whatever. King's mm. Trust. Yep. The 24, the emergency that got in, it ran really well. That was, well, in, uh, that was his 28th <laughs> run <laughs> in the highway. <laughs> you want to start following him now? 28th highway. <laughs> Terry Robinson's used the highways better than anyone. Anyway, he has. Because, you know, they'll eventually pick up their highways. Yeah. He's, won, he's had horses that have won two highways, three highways. Yeah. But if they keep picking up checks, they just continue to run in highways and their yeah. day will come. Yeah. He'll yeah. be back there again. Yeah. Um, now, I knew you were going to tip Plinstock as your pick of the yard as soon as you got to 
the horse when we were going through them one by one. I did. Yeah. Um, you saw something about her, her, her yesterday. I think it was more the map, just because there was mm. the lack of tempo on paper. They weren't going to run fast, and I knew it was going to get the box seat run, just cover up, smother the horse up, give it daylight the last 200. Um, you know, like I, I know the stable mate bled, it was the favourite. Um, yes, it did. Bled from both nostrils of RV yeah. and goes out for three months. Ten bells. I'm not sure what Jace Collett was doing. He, he sort of like, I know he walks the track, but he sort of ducked right out there and allowed them all to come through up underneath him. Um, so it was just not a silly move, but I just wonder why he done it, because I know he would have walked the track, and the track to me looked absolutely outstanding, being that early in the day. But taking nothing away from the winners, you know, Rachel King, the ride, I thought it was great. Yep. Anything to add? Not really. I think you're right. you're, you summed it up when you said when they went slow, she was the 1100 metre filly yep. and she had more ping than yeah. the others. And the, the race always looked a messy map with slow slow sprint races. Yep. And Godolphinus, they just put these younger horses in with these lightweights. They get a lot of results with mm. these horses down on the 52 and um, you know taking on the older horses in a better grade. When we come back after this next break, we're going to see a very, very promising horse. Welcome That's next. Okay, we still working out how good Waterford is, but he looks very, very promising. He's back in the winner's store. He had three wins prior to his defeat in the Silver Eagle, and now back in the winner's list. Yep, uh, that, you're right. We're, we're still trying to work out how good he is because he keeps putting him away and uh, puts him away with a turn of speed as well. So, um, yep, what's his ceiling? Um, I think, again, we'll, we'll look at Chris Waller's history and um, I think won't be too much more and they'll be, who knows, Doncaster Miles or something like that. You're going to qualify for them races. They're not easy to qualify, but if he's good enough, he will. So He's still thinking of the gong. Okay. Well, that'd be probably his grand final. Yeah. yeah. That'd be his grand final. And he was good yesterday. I yeah. thought he was really, really good. Yeah. Tommy nearly fell for the old, yeah. know, the, the trick, you know, and letting Jelmari fall yeah. in front of him, and then he let him sit outside him. But I, I was so glad, as soon as he got to the outside, he didn't try and ride for luck and try and push Zach, Zach Lloyd out of the road on Jelmari. But I, I really think this horse could be the real deal. Yep. He's, um, no argument. Yeah. No argument so at all. It'll be three weeks to the gong. Three yes. weeks to a mile. Yep, and you, you'll have his... Him and Brutality look good, but I think once we pick up these, like, oh, I didn't know that was going to run the gong. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know that was going to run. Another good race. Yeah, yeah. so it's got to be... Uh, they're the two in our head at the moment, yeah. Waterford and um, Brutality. Yep. Um, so, but there's, stay tuned, there's more. So just going forward, uh, next Saturday, the Golden Gift and the Five Pillars, the race five for five-year-olds. Uh, sorry, the Five... Five pillars, the four pillars, the five diamonds, the six golden geese, uh, and a partridge in a pear tree. Uh, Waterford, so we go the golden gift, the five diamonds, uh, then to the hunter, yep. and then to the gong. Yep. Okay. Let's go to the next race, which is Pale King, which set up a uh, first leg of a winning double for Team Hawks. Uh, yep, the old team back together here, Hawksy and Tommy Berry, and uh, they get a result here. Obviously, the, the, the drier track yeah. uh, suited him here. and. Uh, gets the job done. Right, look, a little bit of an error from judgment from Ellen here. I thought. Yeah, she, she should have popped. She, she stayed popped inside the, the hills too long. She should have popped at the 500, 600. I think when she was looking around, the horse went up into that yeah. thing, so she had to come back yeah. again. But 
Uh, look, she'll keep. I, I reckon she's just going to win one of these, like these 2200s or or something. This Gin Martini, Outlandos, similar, but um, my eyes are for Gin Martini yeah. next time. There's got to be a win there. Yep. Okay, we'll take our final break. We'll come back with a couple of more races. We'll get a cup tip for the boys. We already know it's going to win the big dance. Um, <laughs> That's going to be a big week. After the big week. <laughs> what a country. <laughs> All right, almost to the end, and here is Mars Mission, second leg of the uh, winning double for the Hawks Stable, beating Classy JB. Yeah, another well-judged ride. These leaders went out too hard. Uh, they went out too hard. They were sitting shots for the horses sitting back on the rails here, and Zach uh, p comes through here and uh, gets the job done. Classy JB obviously has talent. That's two good runs now. Uh, but, yep, just may have just gone out a little bit too hard. And there was, as it's proven here, there was nothing wrong with the inside horses making up the ground on the inside and pounce. So, good effort. Nice improvement second up. So, there's more wins in store. Well, hopefully it's a good sign. You've already given Rose Hill a big rap because after Ramwick on Tuesday, Rose Hill takes the brunt of the meetings because Ramwick goes down until the Ingham, yep. which has been renamed um, from the Villiers. Uh, here's the gift in the last for Cotili. That is a gift, and all the way winner, and complete control, big weight, sprinted quickly, nice horse. Actually surprised me, like with the big weight, and she she didn't muck around, like she didn't go slow. Yeah, just but a, just just a good high pressure rate, or you know, like it just oh, just into a good rhythm. Yeah. Um, yeah, French okay. Bonnet might be, she's a good second up, so it might be one out there. Yeah. Alright, uh, Sabark wins the big dance. Yep. And you'll be on deck on Tuesday with the Ramwick form done. Yep. Who are you tipping in the cup? Stockman. Stockman. Big, big week for Jay Pride. Yep. Corey Brown, the most remarkable Melbourne Cup record of any jockey <laughs> I know. Any jockey. Yeah, why? Well, because how many times have you won it? Two. How many times have you run second? Two. What was the margin? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, I, was, yeah. I nearly slipped out then. But um... how many times you run third? Two. Wow. And how many times have you dead heated in a placing? Once. So you've run, you've run, won it twice, second twice, second three times, uh, third three, uh, two times. Yeah. A dead heat for third. Dead heat for third. Fell off once. You fell off. <laughs> and pulled one out of the race once. Oh. You pulled one out of the race. And did you, did you run last at, at any stage, or was that the one you pulled out? I won, one I pulled out. Yes. So two wins, two seconds, two thirds, a dead heat, a fall, and a pull out. And I run when I, one of my seconds, I run a faster time than the winner. <laughs> what? And still run second. On Bower, when Viewed beat me, just was my small saddlecloth, yeah, my saddlecloth <laughs> number went and passed the post first. So I've run a faster time than the winner. So therefore, the I rest yeah. my case. You have got the most remarkable record in Thank Melbourne you. Cup history. Correct, Wade. Who are you tipping? Montefilia. Okay. I just think she's, um, yeah, she, uh, she's obviously been set for the race. She looks like a true stayer. Um, yeah, I, I just think it suits. Wet track. Jason Collett, best wet track rider in Australia. Boxes are ticked. All right. Uh, thank you. And we'll thank see you. you on Tuesday out at Ramwick for our big coverage here on Sky Thoroughbred Central.